Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another Goblins Gaming Podcast. Tonight, we will be jamming spells through the ether. Um, I am going to have to start tonight, which is not typical for me. And so, it is my duty to introduce you all to Torx Fizzlestick. He's an autonome created by an eccentric gnome wizard and served as his assistant in his laboratory until an unfortunate encounter with a vampire resulted in the creator's death. Torx is now exploring the universe, which is now his laboratory. He wants to explore the whole thing. He follows the creator's directives above all else. And he's always looking to make new friends along the way and make a few things boom in the process. He's a small, clanky... Dirty autonome spews smoke and occasionally belches a flame. But in our intrepid party, we also have Matt. Matt, who are you playing tonight? I am playing Dong Dong, the plasmoid barbarian. You can think of him, um, you know, as like a when he's not raging, kind of like a a, a, a docile jelly shape or you know jelly refrigerator shaped thing you know kind of like off-white blue kind of chill you know but then when he rages it's like a you know like like a carnage venom symbiote spiky thing that just like you know rips things open and spills their blood and guts so So um, an angry strawberry jello yeah, yeah, very, very angry. Like if you took strawberry jello and you put kale in it, that's that's kind of like what, what you would get. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if that would be angry so much as disappointing. <laughs> Both, you'd be you angry because you'd be so you disappointed. Beat it to a kindergarten class. <laughs> kale is angry lettuce, so you know that's what I thought. Yeah, anyway. Um, so yeah, so yeah, Dong Dong, he's um, he's out to conquer worlds. He's already conquered his own world. Left it in the care of his uh, his uh, his descendant, which is also just a uh, copy of himself. Um, while he can uh, go and conquer the the rest of the known galaxy. So that's Very what nice. It's about. All right, we also have Jesse. Jesse, who are you playing tonight? What up? Uh, I will be playing our resident gift hunter, Colonel Mastade. Um. Former uh, army member whose uh, entire platoon was destroyed by evil space clowns. Just got separated from my division, and I've been taking my. Uh, as I tried to forget about that past, I've taken up bounty hunting, mostly for beasts and creatures to collect trophies and uh, increase my renown. Cannot wait to see what happens when we encounter some space juggalos. It's 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 not going to be pretty. <laughs> Have you ever seen a hippo rage? <laughs> I did see a video of a hippo trying to take on an elephant today, which was interesting. Hippos are no joke, man. So you're you're playing a humanoid hippo with chlorophobia, mm-hmm. uh, PTSD. Yes, uh, and it itchy trigger finger. Yes. All right. All of these things. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I don't know where I'm from, so I use weird accents all the time because I can't replicate it from session to session. 
I ran into that problem once when we were doing the Cthulhu base campaign. <laughs> so oh it just changes. It's just it's how I blend in and adapt when I'm on new planets. And we're missing a couple of our other friends, so they're going to be uh, swabbing the poop deck today while we adventure. Danny is uh, is helping us. He's creating the universe for us to explore the final frontiers of spell jamming. Helping. I don't know if helping is the right word for one. I, don't know. I wouldn't use that word. <laughs> and then I wouldn't say say creating so much as just like reading the box text in this book. <laughs> enabling. He's there enabling we go. Us. Yes. I'm definitely enabling. But uh, but not in the way you would think. All right. And, and as my daughter would do, she'd go, enabling. Because <laughs> that's the thing if you're eight. Okay. What, dabbing? Yeah. Like weird dabbing? Yeah, weird dabbing is forever <laughs> going to be a thing in early, early adolescence, apparently, from here on until the end of time. Very nice. Well, as we had uh, had left last time, you were back on the... Deck. I don't think you were all on the poop deck necessarily, but you were back on the deck of the Moon Dancer, and a dark shape glided across uh, in front of an asteroid, and you saw a night spider. Captain Sartell yelled out, "The Neogi were using the Hulk as bait, and we've flown right into their web." Mm. Classic so, Neogi move. Classic. Ah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, Neogi. Oh man. That's right. So as the night spider uh, creaks silent, silently, yeah, silently glides towards you, you hear some, hear it creaking a little bit. You know, as it's as it's coming closer. But then, as you're all wetting yourselves, you see two galleons slide into view and begin pummeling the night spider with ballista bolts and manganel stones, forcing it to break off its attack. Yeah, forcing it to break off its attack and make for the cover of the asteroids. Dun, 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 dun. So these two space galleons come gliding into view, and then they, after the Neogi vessel heads for the, the hilly asteroids or the asteroid hills, it, uh, they cut back towards towards you guys and the Moon Dancer. And uh, as they as they close in, uh, you hear Captain Sartell roll her eyes. She says, "Oh, great! Not this guy." Oh, it must be a former lover. <laughs> she, she looks over and says, well, "No, you weirdo." I don't know anything about that. I <clears throat> reproduce by splitting myself in half. He just always thinks with his dong dong. <laughs> well, what else does he have? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it's Commander it's Commander Darvik. He's actually based out of the, the rock where we're heading. But he uh he thinks I'm a pirate. Even though I'm not. Mm. <clears throat> As if on cue, you see a uh a, a Githzeri? Githyanki? Let's see, which one is this guy? Githyanki. Dressed, you know, in full pirate regalia with one foot up on the top of the uh, of the side of his ship, fully Captain Morganing it. I was going to say, he going full <laughs> Captain Morgan. 
Uh, lean over you, as as the ship What did you close. say his name was again? Uh, it's uh, Darvik. D A A R V I K. Yeah, Commander Darvik. Gotcha. Uh, <clears throat> he says, "Ahoy there, pirate friends!" And he grins a weird, yellowy, toothy, Yankee grin. Now it's, eh, I mean, it's not it's not weird to any of you. What are we? I mean, you're a, a lump of mush, a hippo, and a bucket of bolts. Whatever. He's a humanoid. There you go. I do not understand fleshy things. Yeah. It Just, appears your visual <laughs> cortex is malfunctioning. We're not pirates. <laughs> he he go, gives a harumph. Uh, Sartell, I knew your pirating ways. We're going to get you in trouble one day. You want us to give you a escort back to the rock? It looks like your mangonel is broken and your ballista had a slight case of being on fire. Hmm. She uh, groans and says, actually, Darvik, yes, we will take you up on that. We've had um, a couple of issues making our way back to the rock. We appreciate your help with the Night Spider. Like our planet being destroyed, asteroid elves attacking us, mind-controlling things. Yeah, it's been a great day. It's been a good day. <laughs> there was a large beast with brains stored in liquid sacks on its back. It was disturbing. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, I killed it. <laughs> Sounds like a Nathalgu? Was it a Nathalgu? I'm not good a... with words. <laughs> It was it was on this uh, Nautiloid ship, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's definitely what it was. Sure, we'll lead the way, and he just kind of like with his foot still up, still up on the uh, prow, points forward, and the ship starts moving. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Captain Sartell says, "If you'll excuse me, one of my eyes has gotten stuck in the back of my head from mulling it so hard. I'm going to go fix that. Um, feel free to wander about the ship." How many eyes do you guys usually have? Two. <laughs> Humans have two normally. Huh. Interesting. Uh, she uh, turns back right before she goes into her cabin and says, it's going to take about two and a half more days to get there. Um, thanks for your help. Do what you want. Just don't. She looks directly at Torx. Don't set anything on fire, please. Oh, right. Yes. Uh, I will Excellent. be uh, scrubbing the, the soot from the ballista, even though I apparently cannot repair it. Shouldn't say anything about not eating the organic matter. <clears throat> what was that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Let's say as my mouth hole disappeared. Okay. Um, so you guys do have a couple of days, which gives you time, all time to level up to level six. Because um, that's really all you need is you know a couple of days to be able to level up. Just right. Do some stretches. Training yeah. montage. Yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> uh, speaking of, of training, uh, Flapjack the Flump did offer to train anybody in uh, spell jamming that 
that I wanted to learn while y'all were off. Ah, there. yes. <clears throat> Torx uh, is quite interested in I that. I was going to say Torx was the only one capable, yeah. I yeah, so. I'm interested in that. Yeah. So Does it involve killing? It can. Does it involve killing with your bare plasmoidal pseudopods? No, I'm not interested. <laughs> All right, so uh, Flapjack shows you how to do it and even lets you sit in the chair, the spell jamming helm a few times and fly. It's a, it's an interesting experience, Torx. Uh, once you're plugged into it, it's like, uh, instead of just being your you know your little metal body, it's like your the ship is your body when you're plugged into it. You can see and sense everything in and around the ship. Your your proprioception becomes the entire ship's body instead of just your own. It's a unique experience. And then you're going, you know, hundreds of thousands of miles an hour, which is pretty cool. Wow, that fast? Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. I think a, a spell jammer can go like a million miles a day or something ridiculous like that. <clears throat> that is ridiculous. Yeah. They fast. Can I, All right. <clears throat> can I, can I feel uh, Colonel Mustarde and Dong Dong uh, making their way through my giant metal body? Uh, no, that's it disgusting. It doesn't give you that much that that much uh, perception of, of what's going on inside the ship. Uh, it's mm-hmm. most mostly mostly the external areas and stuff. It's like it's like uh, being in a car that has that surround camera thing set up on it. You know you. Can, See all around gotcha. and everything. Uh, helps with docking stuff like that. I was going to, uh, <clears throat> I was going to lock random doors and mess with them. <laughs> now, some ships, you think, do that. This one does not do that. That that Nautiloid might have been able to do that. Yeah, more's the, more's the pity. But I just would have tink- I just would have tickled your sphincter with like anglia. Opened it right up. <sighs> <laughs> uh, I don't have a sphincter as an autonome. You would if you were spell jamming an autoloid. Yeah, all the all the doors are sphincters. That's true. Things you never thought you would say, and they all say what? <laughs> they open. <laughs> what? I've never done this before. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's texting his therapist right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need to see you tomorrow. <laughs> emergency <laughs> session. Emergency <laughs> session. Mm-hmm. All we right. can put the whole platoon PTSD thing on the on the side for now. <laughs> whole new set of issues I need to talk through. Plasma is making me very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Or a big him. ball of goo. He talks a lot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I need to shut my mouth hole. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, just about three days later, uh, the three of you, your two friends who are uh, on toilet duty for the 60 other uh, people from your planet, and uh, the other two ships all make it to the Rock of Brawl. I'm going to uh, show you guys a fancy map. Ooh. As uh, as I read you this text, 
Sunlight illuminates the rooftops and spires of a city built across the top of a gigantic asteroid. The asteroid's underside has structures as well, including fortresses and giant sails. Wooden docks protrude from one end of the asteroid, and a variety of ships are moored there. Space-dwelling fish scatter in front of you as your ship adjusts its heading until the docks are straight ahead and level with the ship's main deck. Pier workers stand ready to catch ropes and tie off the ship as it glides alongside one of the docks and slows to a stop. Welcome to the rock, says Captain Sartell. This is where we part ways, my friends. All right, Captain Sartell and first mate. So so that's it. Like we we help. Oh wait, we got to leave Dagger Lady. Yeah, I was gonna say like we saved Dagger Lady's life from those people leaving destroyed planet. We fight off all that shit on the way here, and it's just all right. See ya. Thanks. Come on. This looks like somebody somebody took Waterdeep and ripped it out, put it in space, (laughs) and turned it sideways. Yeah, put a lake through yeah, the middle. Yeah, yeah, rotated it a little bit. Yeah, rotation added a lake. <laughs> I guess at some point you could say this is just like somebody took any city name here and just, <laughs> and made some changes. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. <laughs> I mean, we're just like offhandedly criticizing someone's hard work. It's no big. No it's big actually deal. really, really good. That's it's great. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't expecting all of that. I apologize. I, I drank this hot toddy way too fast. I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah my liquor drink is like disappeared. Yeah. yeah. I finished my drink before I even walked in here to my computer. It's, so. it's a mine, problem. Mine sorry, is also everybody. empty. Yeah, this is bad. <laughs> it's a bad start. <laughs> all of us did at least attempt to not drink a lot during January. So that's part of it. Yeah, no, that's true. But yeah, I'm sick. The problem is, I've been like, 2x February. (laughs) (laughs) Make it up for lost time. Catch up on on January, February. Exactly. And there's only 28 days. I know. You You got to get it in. You You got to get in. (laughs) It's dry January and daily drink in February. (laughs) Basically. Uh, Lord help. I've I've been drinking a lot too. I was in, you know, Europe and I wanted to try every local booze of any sort they had everywhere I went. So I mean yeah, no, what else do you do when you go to logical. places you haven't been before? You yeah. you yeah. had a drink. Yeah. Eat and drink. I mean that's what you do. <laughs> so that's what you guys can do here at the Rock of Brawl. Yeah. The Rock of Brawl. So as you're you're docking, um it's totally up to you if you fellows want to take any ownership of the sixty uh, refugees. Uh give them any any suggestions? Are they interested in helping me conquer this place? <laughs> They're not the conquering type for the most part. You got three or four, maybe somewhat interested. But those are the guys oh, in your party. Excellent. So. Oh wait. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Go, plebes. Go do things um, that plebes do. I mean, I, <clears throat> I thought we rescued some of the uh, not necessarily artisans, but. So the <clears throat> worker folk, blacksmith. Did we save him? We saved somebody. Yeah, yeah. The blacksmith was there. Um, I mean, there's there's a good number of folks. Um, it's just you want to tell them to like try to stay together, and y'all are going to try to figure things out and come back, or unless they know someone here. I mean, I think that's probably uh, not a bad idea. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
no one on on the ship with you guys, none of those refugees knew that spell jamming was a thing or that there were other places on their planet until this whole thing started a few days ago. Mm. Wow, you get you guys, you, you've really opened up mm-hmm. the last couple of days. It's a lot, right? It's like Independence Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For people like, back in the in the 1400s that thought like, the world was flat. It's like Independence Day and Pride and Prejudice and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy all had a baby. Well, it's a, there's nothing there's some Guardians of the Galaxy in there. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's even more complicated, <laughs> but yes. Right. Torx, Torx <clears throat> wishes them all good luck and uh, <laughs> teaches them his directives. Okay. All right. Yeah, unless they're well, interested in helping me conquer in this rock, I'm not really interested in helping them. Wow. I tell them as they explore the Rock of Brawl, if they see any gnomes in trouble, you must defend them. You must also defend yourself if attacked, and always look out for the young ones. I'm good All with right. two out of three of those. So anyway, the captain had, had told you about a friend of hers here on the rock named Commodore Crux, who might be willing to help you. Uh, he's apparently got beef with Astral Elves, and he is a gift. Yes. Do uh, I know Commodore Crux? You do not, but mm. uh, but you know if he's got if he actually had the rank of Commodore, he's got to be a good guy. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, he's normally at the Happy Beholder, which is a bar slash tavern slash. Deal. In Waterdeep. <laughs> now at the Rock of Brawl. <laughs> it's actually on the map here. It's not far from the docks. You can see it says the Happy Beholder. There's an arrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, can I zoom right in there. on this thing? <clears throat> yeah, if you click the little uh, magnifying glass in the middle, it should fill up your whole screen. It's, it's like, right it's God, right this place is flipping huge. It's, it's right there with the giant glowing exclamation point over it. Right? That's the starter quest. You gotta I go live in that place up in the room upper right hand corner star haven yeah that's where the uh prince of his name what he's called yeah. that's where he lives that's that's gonna be my home all right, all right. <clears throat> well yeah let's go to the happy beholder then and find commodore that market is huge sounds like my kind of people is the yes. is the happy beholder a place where i might be able to refill my glass uh, what kind of glass? Uh, you're asking to take a literal game break. Literal, yeah. literal, literal. Yeah, break. you go. go Thirty ahead. seconds. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. We got it. We're fine. We're fine. We can speak for you while you're gone. Gift town. Less or more. I feel like there's so much to learn here. Rock rat. I don't. I don't... Oh no. Zeno termination limited. Zeno termination. Yeah. Zeno. Oh, they they must want to kill aliens. They're probably like like white power guys. It's not cool. <laughs> There's a mages guild hall, a dwarven district, temple uh, district, a, a graveyard, which is not as big as I would have thought. Maybe it would have been. Maybe they just throw a lot of them off the side. Yeah, I think you have to pay a lot of money to get in the graveyard. Otherwise, you get jettisoned. Yeah, that makes more sense. Lake Brawl. Noble Actually, place. on the other side, on the on the flip side of the rock. Oh yeah, gravity, the underside. Yeah, gravity works. You know, like a, as a bisecting line, right? So the other side has gravity. So the other side is upright when you're on it. 
Oh, uh, I bet have, it's spooky and shit, isn't it? No, there's farms, and that's where the military oh. stuff is. There's farms and cells. And is there a map stuff. of the flip side? I believe so. Probably when it becomes relevant. You know what? Yeah, maybe. There oh. is, but they don't have it set up. I'm going to show it to you right now. Oh, Bastards. no. Bastards. Well, all right. This is a pretty cool place. Um, I feel like <clears> we should go to the festival <throat> after we go to the uh, Happy Beholder, which so is just like... The, once no the pile of goo stops speaking, we can go to the Happy Beholder. <laughs> all right. It does not take you, take you long to uh, make it from, away from the docks to the Happy Beholder because, you know, it's right there, the low city. Yeah. I mean, um, Jesse's not even I, there. His Peloton is playing. I'm here. I just <laughs> spilled my drink. <laughs> and it's a, one of these. It's one of these size drinks. Oh, party oh, foul! No. Party foul! Yeah. Oh, God, no. Now Man. the the good thing is is it was about ninety percent done. The problem is is it had a ton of ice in it. Uh, yeah. So I'm just doing a little drink cleanup cool. maintenance on the wall and carpet and the electronics it landed on. Oh, great. Awesome. Yeah. Switching switching to my phone now. Sheesh. So, uh, Matt's switching to his phone so he can get a drink, too, I bet. Yep. Well, that's what I was going to do until I threw my drink across the room. So looking at this map, I don't see any gnomish enclaves. We're going to the Happy Beholder. Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Stay on task, Torx. <clears throat> Man. All right, so you make it there fairly easily, <clears throat> and as you uh, come in the door, a large spherical creature with eye stalks and a watchful central eye tends bar in this establishment. Oh, cool. Filling one side of a table meant for six is a broad-chested, hippo-headed man with a green parrot perched on his shoulder. Oh, green parrot, same as an exclamation point. He's the quest giver. The haggard figure squints at you over the top of an enormous tankard then waves invitingly to the seats across from him. Hello! His, his ears kind of twitch and wiggle. Do I know you? No, Commodore, but I am Colonel Mustard, and we were sent by a friend of yours by the name of, what was her name? Captain Sartell. Yeah, that person. So there's the Commodore. You should see him. And roll 20, those of you who are able to see your computer screens right now, anyway. I just see the map. Oh, there he is. Oh, you have a nice yellowy jacket like myself. Oh, you seem like a fine, upstanding fellow, man. Commodore Crooks. Nice to meet you, Commodore. I'm Colonel Mustard, eh? Oh, Colonel. Colonel, he salutes you. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. I remove my pipe and give him a bow. <laughs> or a salute, rather, at a bow. Orcs is just watching the two of them salute and bow to each other with uh, <laughs> amusement. They do, yeah, they do a lot of uh, hippo, hippo ear twitching and stuff. A lot which, of ear twitching. Which uh, you're not sure what it means, but you know it means something. All right. Uh, before they both sit back down, of course, once the two of them are sitting there, there's not much room for everyone else. So you have to pull over extra chairs. Ah, oh, come here, Torx. You can sit on my knee here. 
I'm happy but just to be able to see you over the top you. of the table. This is my uh, firearm upgrade specialist. Never had one of those. It seems very handy. Well, it's handy when it works. Hmm. We're still dialing in the sights. Hmm. Know how that is. Oh, yep, yep. Um, uh, Sometimes... Sometimes these uh, old flintlock pistols don't work as well as they should. Oh, know how Orcs that makes is. Mental notes to uh, add auto aim <clears throat> capabilities to account for user error. <laughs> uh, you can tell. You can tell. Crux has been uh, at least recently been drinking pretty hard. He's definitely in his cups at the moment. Nice. Nice, so we should definitely not let the plasmoid dalt to it. <laughs> uh, he uh, kind of pats the, the one-eyed parrot on the head. And, uh, What's Zizuni, the parrot's uh, name? Oh, he, uh, he's a sweet parrot. Uh, he's, he's not actually mine. Um, he belongs to Large Luigi. Who's Large Luigi? Is that the... Gesture, gestures Trinity over at the beholder. Over there. Yep. Yep. Uh, you guys look over to the beholder and one of his eye stalks winks at you. Ah. Tip my beret at him. He's a nice fellow. You could tell I was feeling a bit down today, so the parrot comes over and talks to me. <clears throat> so, uh, what can I do for you, fine gentleman? Uh, we uh, we recently came from a planet that was attacked by the Xerixian Empire. We seek oh. General Vale of the Dark Star. As soon as you say Xerixian, like he sits up straight and like his eyes narrow, suddenly paying close attention. Oh, Matt is not. Matt just like said, that's enough for me. He noped out of here. And then he's back. All right, so he seems very interested when you say Xerixian. He seems to, that word rings a bell for him. Oh. <clears throat> Interesting. I've, I've, uh, I've uh, heard other tales of, of the Xerixian Empire causing trouble in these parts. They completely destroyed the planet <clears throat> we came from. Hmm. Mm. Well, Jesse, can you hear? All right, I, I don't want to give a whole bunch of uh, plot oh, exposition. Jump. Yeah. <laughs> While he's gone. Well, um, goodness, yes, that's, that's terrible. Well, everyone's, uh, why don't you get, I'll get a drink. Uh, Lord Luigi has quite a selection. Does he have the Galaxy Whacker Mead? You hear, you hear the uh, beholder laugh, belly laugh. I don't know, round body laugh, maybe. Oh, of course, of course. And uh, one of his eye stalks twitches, and a a uh, pint of ale just kind of like floats across the air over to you. He's just his telekinesis ray. 
Mm. Sorry, Drew. Extend a pseudopod and take a sip of it with my mouth hole. That's a good whacker. It's an excellent whacker. It's the best whacker in the galaxy. All right, now. Don't feed the dong dong too many whackers. He's the one that ordered the galaxy whacker. I did. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so I don't know if you heard, Jesse, but uh, Commodore Crux has heard of the Xerixian Empire. He doesn't like them. Mm, yeah, we're in uh, particular looking for General Vale or Vol or Bad. I think the, uh, the Torx said something of the sort as well. Okay. Well, uh, I can tell you what I know is a fleet of Astral ships visited the Rock of Brawl a few days ago before launching the attack on your world, I suppose. The elves uh. gave fair warning to various captains on the Rock, urging them to steer clear of your world, lest their ships be fired upon. The elves undoubtedly left spies behind to make sure their warnings were heeded. Best we continue this chat. He puts his hand over, like, over his... Uh, Aboard my ship. Great idea. He, look, he looks looks around to see if anybody's listening to him. Orcs just nods. Tally very, lo- very logical, Commodore. All right. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to say uh, you guys have some sort of dimensional pocket thing that your friends are stuck in. So uh, <laughs> whenever you need them, they'll just pop out of it. It's a dimensional party pocket. Oh, cool. When we reach your ship, we have excellent companions that <laughs> mop the deck very well. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. I need someone to plunge the toilet, mostly. Should have one of them do that. Yeah, we got a mantis-looking thing. He can... <laughs> do that. He can probably do that. Oh, excellent. Mm-hmm. All right. My experiment <laughs> comes out as solid cubes. It does not require flushing. Perhaps uh, Gus can summon uh, some shrimps to clean out your pipes. Oh, be interesting. It's interesting. It's strange that uh, as a amorphous plasmoid blob, your poop comes out as perfect cubes. He's got a lot of Life. sphincter pressure. Life is weird. What can I say? They like. They like. Come out of the top and slide off, and then clink to the to the ground. <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, come out wherever I want it to come out. Really, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I could, imagine I, him pulling up like his blob dress. like little ice cubes. I can leave like one big one. I can leave like a thousand little small ones. Like they're basically like cow trips, and nobody notices until I step on them. Do they have in the dark? Do they have pips on them so that you can use them as six sided dice if you want to? I mean, I, I, I can make it do whatever I want. I'm, I'm basically a 3D printer when it comes to my poop. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll much. allow that as long as it can never be anything useful. Oh, yeah. No, it's totally ridiculous. Useful. No. It's you should have them come out as like... I'm not going to like 3D poop out a key to like a hidden treasure door or anything like that. Right. Yeah, no. No, it's totally you ridiculous. Them, you should make them come out as like little Legos. So when yeah. people step on them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're like they're like Legos. We step on them in the dark. This is awful. Do they click together when you, when they drop? Click, 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 click. <laughs> no, I'll leave them in all separate pieces. Uh, someone would have to actually put them together. 
Torx makes a note to collect some and see if he can polish them. Now, one time I, <laughs> I yeah, one time I did poop out a a a three D Lego set of the Death Star. Mm. So yeah, there is an animal <laughs> that poops cubes. I don't remember which one. <laughs> All right, that's that's weird. Wombats. Wombats. Those have like some weird shaped sinkers. Who told you this? I was going to say, I've seen Ace Ventura too. The bats are not pooping out. <laughs> wombats. Oh, wow. Well, if you, if you, if you Google womb, wombats with a P, it autofills poop cubes. <laughs> wombats P, and it, it autofills poop cubes. I mean, that's, apparently that's what people want. See, don't don't doubt the walking computer here. Freaking Australia, man! Wombats, poop cubes. Yeah, all right. All right. Anyway, y'all are walking down uh, the street back to the docks with Commodore Crux, who uh, walking is being generous. He's stumbling. Would be far more accurate. I'll kind of put my arm around him and. Say, why don't we share some nice war stories to pass the time as we head back to the ship? Indeed we should. Yes. Oh no, who are those fellows? He points what? over and he points off to the side. Uh, coming out from behind a building, you see four elves with uh, uh, masks covering their faces. Uh, like those straight glass helmet things that cover their eyes and mouth so you can't see their face. Well, I certainly coming, hope that's something to kill. Coming towards you with uh, weapons unsheathed. Oh, thank God. There you, there you go. Time to eat some organic matter. Dong dong. Yeah, for breakfast. Time to dong dong it up. Yeah. Let's do it. Alright, so they're coming off out of the side street here. And, uh... Oh wait, I'm like I'm I put you guys <clears throat> I put you guys how do I get out of here? Yeah, you click away from it. Click anywhere off of it. <laughs> click away. Click away. Okay. Um yes, these elves uh come towards you with uh I would say murder in their eyes, but you can't see their eyes, so you don't know. They got murder murder in their walk for sure. All right, time to close my mouth hole. And uh, yeah, you all know that you may as well roll initiative because there's nothing else for it. Uh, like I said, there's four of them. They're all like holding long swords, and they're all in the same kind of armor that those other astral elves were in. Friends of yours, there. Commodore. <laughs> These ruddy bastards. Let's give them what for. Bully. He's gonna be a lot of help. He's gonna be great. <laughs> Did he bring the parrot? No, the parrot Aww. went back to Lars Luigi. Yeah. Uh, everyone rolled initiative. Yeah. There's only there's only three of you. I believe so. <clears throat> All right, Mustardi, you're first. Okay. Well, I guess. Uh, the... So yeah. as you as you're the first to go, you notice. Um, Everybody in town just kind of like starts backing away from where there's obviously about to be trouble. Um, 
No one uh, calls for town guards. Uh, you think, come to think of it, you haven't seen any town guards. All right. <clears throat> well, let's get this party started. Um, <clears throat> I guess the one right here in the front. All right. Will be the first one to feel that wrath. So I'll uh, fire off a musket shot. Although, where is my? Where is my musket? Did you lose stuff on your character sheet? It changed all my weapons. Uh Uh-oh. That's problematic. It's got them as strength rolls. (laughs) Oh, wow. On your guns? Yeah. So I'm going to look at this. It changed the damage to... One damage. Oh. <laughs> this is some. We apologize, folks. Yeah, sorry. This might take me just two seconds to see if I get this. Sorry for the technical. It appears that Astroloves have sabotaged your character sheet, Colonel. Bastards. <laughs> they clearly have. It. <clears throat> Let me. Uh, we'll just go on a tangent here. John can maybe attest to this as an Alabama fan, but um, I feel like that the swag, the championship swag for Georgia, took a step down from the first one to the second one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like the first nice. hat, the first hat's very. It's like very well embroidered. You know, very nice. Thank so you had a bot. Uh, it's like it's, it's like it's okay. It's not. It's not great. So I feel like Our you old, know. Uh... Does seem to be lacking. Also, the uh, black and gold does not say Georgia to me. Well, this is the first one, actually. Sorry. That's uh, 17 to hit, Danny. 17 hits. All right. Piercing damage. I will activate Favored Foe for an additional D6 against this guy. Five damage. Favored Foe's new ability. I've had it. I just haven't used it. <laughs> His new ability we didn't know about. Yeah. I don't favorite like foe. Favorite foe is going to be heartbreak. Mm-hmm. He's, he's favored, but he's also a foe. So, that, yeah. <clears throat> and I will attack again. I believe oh. favorite foe is only once per round. So yeah, it is heartbreak. Twenty-three for eleven. Oh man, yeah, that hits him again. That was a good damage roll. Yeah, this is real good. Actually, I rolled a five on my D twelve, so it wasn't that great. <clears throat> oh yeah, I wasn't thinking about all the bonuses you get. Wait, why do you get? There should only be one plus one, so that's ten yeah. damage. I told you I'm having to fix this shit. Yeah, that should be zero. Double all right. Good. Um. Then let's see. Bonus action. <clears throat> we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna say that's my turn. <clears throat> All right. Next up is an astral elf. Alrighty. Bloop. All right, it's the same one who just got foed by you. He uh 
drifts away in a moat of starlight and appears behind you, Colonel Mustard. And then he um, attacks with his a long sword. Oh, that's what I mean. With a 22 to hit. That's going to hit. For 11 slashing and 8 starburst radiant damage. These guys hit hard. Yeah, that hurt. <clears throat> that's say, the, wait, did you say starburst damage? Yeah. They're astral the, elves. Like the candy? Yeah. Not that kind of damage. That was actually a bad roll for him. It was a great roll on his uh, sword damage, and then a bad roll on his radiant damage. All right. Uh, I think he attacks again. Yes, he does. Swings a second time. The 14 to hit. 14 will miss. And then it's the Commodore's turn. He says, have no fear, my friend. Throws up a little bit in his mouth. Uh, And he, I believe, he shoots pistols. On his character sheet, make sure he's not one of these uh, whisperers. Yeah, he is. Stupid whisperers. All right. Um, she is. You know what? <laughs> Why not? He says, I'll take care of these rascals. And he uh, uh, throws something. Um, uh, it looks like a pineapple. Lands like right at the feet of this uh, elf here and then explodes. <laughs> yeah. wonder if it'll actually roll the damage now. Force grenade. Yeah. Ooh, 20 feet radius. Yes, 20 foot radius, 5d6, force damage. Nice. Torx wants to get some of those. 20. So uh, three L's each have to make dex saves. (laughs) I was trying to pull out my musket and. uh, Got that out of the bag instead, so I just threw it. <laughs> Let's see. One, two, three. That's uh, two failures and one success. So he does some pretty good damage to these guys. I call that my force multiplier. <laughs> I feel sick. All right. And then it's another elf's turn. <clears throat> uh, the only one that made a save, he charges up to you, Torx, and tries to attack you with a sword. A critical su- failure, rather, for an attack. He's not sure where to swing at a mechanical gnome. And he swings again with a 16 to hit. Oh, they also do miss. So the first one, I just watch him swing and uh, slowly move out of the way. Mm-hmm. And then the second one uh, clangs off of my, uh, my my metal skin, failing to do any damage. All right. Uh, the next one, one of the ones that just got grenaded in the face, uh, runs over and attacks Dong Dong. A six and a nineteen 
Yeah, the six misses, that's for sure. Uh, the 19, that, that hits. That's five slashing and nine radiant starburst damage, but not that kind of starburst. All right. All right, and then it is your turn, Dong Dong. All right, obviously I'm going to rage. Rage! Make sure you click it. Yeah, yep. Yeah, uh, that's, that's appreciated. Uh, okay, where am I? Okay. Um, I guess I'll just attack this one that's right in front of me. And when I rage, I sprout claws and turn bright red and you know, thrum menacingly. Mm. Sexy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it goes. So is your background, like what's going through your brain right now? You're like floating on a tube with a 1998 boombox. Even though you're, even though you're raging in, inside, yeah. you're, you're calm and peaceful on an island. It's your happy yeah. place. Yeah, listening to... Um, you're only Smash happy Man. when it rage. You're only happy when you rage. No, yeah, well, that's a good <laughs> one. But I was thinking Smash Mouth, but you know, it, it could be either one. Here we go. <sighs> Claw. An 18 is going to hit. Or 12 damage. Claw that guy again. Man, a 25 is going to hit. Why wouldn't it, honestly? Seven more. Then take that extra attack for another claw. That last one's going to miss, unfortunately. Well, no, not the last one. I have a bonus claw. Okay, well, uh, this guy is bloodied, though. Oh, the last one is also going to miss. Ah, well, darn. <clears throat> that claw, that was your strong claw. I went to form, <laughs> form right. Take my strong claw! My strong claw. <laughs> Did not form correctly. Happens sometimes. <laughs> Nothing to be embarrassed about as a plasmoid. Okay. It's totally natural. All right. Anything else for the dong? Uh, um... No. Right. I'm not going to set up your uh, your rage as a thing on here because I feel like it's not going to last 10 rounds. But no, yeah. No, no, definitely not. I'm just going to randomly change my background. All right. This last one charges in to... Uh, actually, he's going to also teleport back here behind uh, Double D and uh, try and help his friend out. Now that he sees you're a rager, he's going to attack you with uh, blinking with an extra plus two to hit. Uh, 13 and a failure. <laughs> How many critical failures have you rolled this round already? It's been a lot. I don't know, but I like it. <clears throat> I mean, you rolled one as well. So it's I like that one too. I like the challenge. <laughs> okay. Torques. There's more of these bloody elves everywhere. Mm, I step to the south and uh, point my fizzle stick at uh, the guy in front of me. Mm-hmm. And there is a thunderous wave that emits from it. Uh, you're going to hit these two elves with your thunder wave? Yeah. He's got the fizzle stick. 
-hmm. can hit once. He can hit twice. Con saves a one and a two. They both fell. So they both get pushed away and take 19 thunder damage. Good God, the fizzle stick. This one over here next to uh, Double D gets uh, just like ragdolled. He's he's on the ground dead. And the other one is it ten feet? Mm-hmm. All right, he gets pushed. Excellent. He's uh, he's getting kind of beat up too. Hey, he's he's bloodied. <clears throat> All right. That. And I tell my little attack friend as a bonus action to target the damaged one. He'll have disadvantage on this attack. Mm-hmm. I can Damn that melee. Advantage on their, uh, uh, well, it's going to be a critical failure either, either way. Yep. Telling me something's going on with this board tonight. All the crit mm-hmm. failures. All right. I guess when he got pushed back, uh, it threw off uh, Rafe's targeting matrix. Oh. I don't know. We keep hearing about all these targeting issues with all the stuff you work on. Maybe maybe you worked on these elves' swords, too, because they were having a bad, bad time of it. <laughs> it's a MacGuffin. All right. Colonel. Somewhat, somewhat surrounded by elves. Yeah, good thing I have the firearm <clears throat> feet. <clears throat> so oh, I yes, will... you, you don't take a disadvantage right for being a melee. No, I do not. So I will musket shot the jerk that teleported behind me. I'll spin around and shoot him in the face. 25 for 21. Yeah, that does do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You hit him and he is bloodied. Mm-hmm. Favored too, is right. Yeah, that was that was that extra five. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, <clears throat> I will then use Horde Breaker to attack oh. his friend next to him. A, a oh, man! Lord, a, criti- a critical success. Let's be clear. That's the first one of those we've seen. <laughs> critical success. And for good measure, I'll I'll shoot my friend here with my extra attack. 22 for 12. I had some good rolls. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's, that guy is, uh, he's he's on the edge of bleeding out at this point. He's on the edge. All right, is that Glory. it? Glory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. All right. He, um... Silently attacks you back. He doesn't oh, say anything. What a jerk! Gurgle. Swing, swings Gurgle. the sword. An eight and a seven. He's he's so hurt he can't really he attack. He's clearly you. intimidated by the uh, musket being shot three feet away from him. <laughs> so much blood shooting out, shooting out of his body from these bullet holes that he just can't doesn't have the strength to swing the sword. Yeah, I'm basically holding it at my hip <clears> like I'm holding a pump shot, like a sawed-off shotgun. <laughs> just. <laughs> All right, uh, Crux uh, picks up his his weapon, kind of waving it around. And says, oh, I can uh, 
Time to uh, pull the pistol, Commodore, not the pineapple. No, he pulls out a, a musket. Oh, even better. The long pistol. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll shoot. I'll shoot that one for you. I'll finish him off. I just warmed him up for you. <laughs> he's got disadvantage because he's he's effectively poisoned from all the alcohol. Mm. But, uh, let's see, we'll see what happens. A six and a nine. He just kind of fires wildly into the crowd of people in the background <laughs> that are like, hiding behind carts and stuff. <laughs> Take that, you ragamuffin. Did I get him? No, they're no. not on the roof uh, over there, but... <laughs> oh. oh, dear. I have had a lot to drink today. They're no longer standing where they were. They have moved. <laughs> Turn this way. Make some irritating sounds with my sinkers. <laughs> and this guy <laughs> steps up to here and attacks Dong Dong. Dong Dong. Bring it. A critical oh. success. Oh, 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 a double critical. Yeah. So that means you take four times the damage. Yikes. Uh, now that's 21 slashing and 24 radiant. So that's 45. But you, you are half raging. Yeah. Of half of the 21. Yeah. So you only take 10 of the slashing and then you take right. 24 radiant. Ouch. These guys hit like a trick. And then he swings again. A 16? Nah, yeah. That's eight slashing, so you only take four, and then ten radiant. All right. And then, uh, that's pretty much his turn. And it's your turn, Adongadong. Which one was that? The bloody one. one. Oh, yeah. I'm going to kill him. Oh, f- fuck me. Okay, he's that oh, shield <laughs> I forgot to use that shield thing that I had. That gave me oh. plus five to my AC. Oh, shoot. Well, you That's are right. raging, so I can't really expect you to do that. That's a mess. Eleven misses. 22 hits for 10. All right. Regular claw. Oh, Jesus. Critical failure. And the bonus claw, 22 for 2. 22 for 2 and 2. That's 4 total, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would have been nice on that one above with that 10, yeah. 10 damage roll. That's would've a max nice. damage roll. Yeah, would have been nice. <clears throat> And right. he is, uh, I forget to tell you, um, he is, is it, um, attack, or is it where this movement speed is reduced to 10 feet? Just in case that matters. He's slowed. Yeah. The snail on here. There we go. All right. Okay. Uh, and this last guy, he is the last one around. He's going to attack this little robot thingy with his sword. 
uh, a six and a seven. That's how I roll with the other guy earlier. Mm. Um, that's it for him. Forks. Bastard. How dare you attack my friend, my ranged attack friend. <clears throat> yeah, if you had a hit, too, that one the first attack was nuts. 26 damage. I step up one so that I can fire over top of his head. And I uh, fire a bolt from the end of my fizzle stick. Now, in his defense, those attacks were so bad, you may not even be sure what he was swinging at. He <laughs> could have been swinging at Dong Dong. A 19 for 19? Ooh, uh, Lord. He's in, he's in trouble. He hurt. For a 2d10. That's a pretty good roll. Um, arcane element d8 to that? Mm, yes. You get that on your uh, cantrips as well? Uh, it's anything that I use. Uh, and he uses as a focal apparatus or whatever. Focus. Yep. So the arcane firearm adds a further D8. I was wondering about that, but I wasn't going to say it. So here's the D8. Yeah. You're well, a resonant damage guy over here. Two was, all was the, <laughs> two was all the hit points he had left. So that kills him. Perfect. <laughs> nice. See, I'm good for something. All right, and then uh, as a bonus action, I say, do it like that, Rafe. And uh, he points his uh, little pistol arm up at the uh, the crotch of the astral elf next to Colonel Mustarde. All right. And he'll, he'll have disadvantage on this, so I'll just roll it twice. You can do it. A 16 for 9. A 16 actually hits, and that kills him. No, bully. Excellent. Well done, little one. I pat him on his head. Okay, but that's your turn. Oh, yeah. That's the the end of my turn. All right. Colonel. I guess I'll fire off a volley of two musket bullets at the snail guy up there attacking my... Uh, appendage challenged friend. Wow, that's what I said. Appendage advantaged. I thought you were going to say attacking my dong dong. <laughs> <laughs> Don't attack my dong dong. A 16 yeah, for a 9 and a natural crit. A crit? Well, you rolled a 1 on the crit damage. The bonus damage, that's terrible. Yeah. You still killed him, though. Yes, 23 damage. Aha! Absorbs. So much damage in that fight, guys. So much damage. It's okay. Just eat him. No, I'm fine. No, I'm happy. I like absorbing damage. Oh. <laughs> I guess uh, Torx just walks over to one of them and blasts him with a firebolt just to make sure he's dead. Torx is fixing his button. <laughs> I know. I figured that, but I like the visual of you walking over and just like blasting that last one away. <laughs> in the face. In the face. Uh, everything uh, sort of quiets down. It's suddenly very still and quiet in the on the street. People are looking around and uh, seeing that it might be safe to to go about again. Check to make sure the commodore is putting his gun away. And then they start going about their business once more. Commodore oh, I Crux. forgot. 
we had um we had on the on the boat had what on the boat we had the we had a prisoner from oh, the yeah. astro elves attacked us we had we kept one prisoner oh yeah i guess we'll say that captain sartell decided said she would deal with him then since y'all left him Commodore says, well, we worked well as a team there, my friends. Good job, everyone. Excellent with the old pineapple and the tailpipe trick. Yeah. Orcs uh, asked him if he'd be willing to sell one of those uh, one of those pineapple grenades. I don't know, Torx. Oh. Uh, they're, you're, they're about Torx. half your size and quite heavy. It's sort of a gift thing. It's not. Yeah, a... yeah. Only, you know, hippo muscles can toss these. It's made for a hippo hand, really. It's not <laughs> meant for a tiny metal gun cleaning bot <laughs> hand. <laughs> this, you said he makes a note that gifts seem to be racist against. <laughs> 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 Hey, well, he was told that you're like you fix do sightings on firearms and stuff. That's what he thinks. He's just intoxicated. Don't take it personal, my little Plus friend. He, he is drunk. Yeah, yeah, he's drunk. He doesn't know what he's saying. But to be honest, you have tiny hands. Oh, oh, you firing the fills, firebolt at him now? What's happening? He's <laughs> firebolting everybody. <laughs> my button appears to be fixed. Well, there just you go. Tell. All right, well, what do you guys want to do? You're, uh, I mean, let's check the corpses, see if they have any... I mean, I'm sure they're wearing the same garb and <clears throat> symbols for the Zaraxian Empire douchebags. All right, roll me uh, 8d6. 8d6. Gladly. Hmm. I'll have to type it or use the fancy dice roller. Yeah, but it's, it, it stops at five. Right. There's the advanced dice roller, or you can do slash roll. Yeah, I got space. D6. Eight rolls with a 10 plus 10. Yeah. No. 25. Yeah, there's 25 gold pieces scattered across the four corpses. Oh, wonderful. I want that for any reason. Who's uh, doing group treasure? Somebody wanted to note that. I want one of these freaking radiant damage swords. So you said it was 25 gold pieces? Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's not the sword that does it. It's the elf. It's their star power. Gaily bastards. So we need to find out a way to bind the soul of an astral elf to a sword. Mm-hmm. Maybe if uh, my little weapon-building friend here can grind up some elf, uh, put it in my bullet. Yes, you can make a, a magical elf uh, rune weapon with a elf soul in it. You can call it the dong blade. <laughs> Only if it's a great sword. <laughs> Rumored to be note. of excellent girth and size. <laughs> Not a note. Colonel Mustarde, uh, you did not miss a single attack this uh, this fight. 
No, that auto-aim feature you apparently added last time is really working out. <laughs> I enjoyed yeah. the pain from that fight. Yeah. My starter was just talking the whole time. He wasn't. He was just like pointing in the general direction and the gun was doing all the work. <laughs> I was coaching the Commodore on where to aim. It's like, uh, no, not that direction. This over way. here, yeah, you didn't actually turn around. She think I'm behind you. You just threw the musket over your shoulder and pulled the trigger twice. I was going critical. full John, full John Wick. Right. Critical hit, critical hit. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the next one. <clears throat> the next John Wick or the next yeah. fight? Okay. Yes. Yes to both. Well, of there'll us. be another fight before we get to the boat. The way this campaign goes, we have a fight literally every 100, 100 feet. <laughs> That's the way <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Dong Dong likes to fight. Yeah. Does does Dong Dong require organic mending? Require, prefer, desire. Sure. It's yeah, like a jello it. mold that got hit with a hammer right now. <laughs> it's like it's like uh you know <clears throat> the kids went in and scooped out half of his <laughs> top before it was served. Yeah, they all scooped right. around all the fruit real quick and <laughs> just uh <laughs> All right. I uh I, I go and I touch the end of my fizzle <clears throat> stick to you, dong dong, and uh <laughs> and you receive seven hit points. Excellent. Or actually, because I don't have a mouth hole, I'll just say. All right. Are you going to slip and slide your way down the the dock there? Yeah, I'm going to keep going, I suppose. All right. Crux is kind of whistling to himself. I'm more clanking and ratcheting as I walk. You're the only PC that didn't get damaged. That's right. Nope. That's because yeah, I hit on the very all. first attack. All right, you make your way back to the uh, to the docks, and you see stately galleons, sleek cutters that resemble flying fish, and warships built to look like hammerhead sharks, lining the docks of Brawl. Crux waves his arm toward a craft that seems modest by comparison. The ship's sails are patchworks of mended canvas, with its hull, while its hull seems barely held together by thick vines that bind it like rope. Its strangest feature is the full-grown tree that sprouts from the aft deck. The second wind, he declares pridefully, kind of like puts his hands upon his jacket, you know. <laughs> Isn't she something? She's something. And begins to walk up to the ship. There's a tree on that ship. <laughs> okay. So I, I look at Dong Dong. I'm like, don't eat the tree. You, you walk up, you walk up onto the, sh- the ship and uh, you're like going, mm, should I eat it? Should I not? And the uh, tree opens its eyes and looks down at you. Dong Dong. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Don't mind Starbow. He's grumpy this time of day. <laughs> That's your spell jammer. No, no, no. It's just Starbow. Oh. He's what, even weirder. He's the treant that makes the ship a living ship. Oh. 
No, I've out, seen everything. We never run out of oxygen with Starbow around. I don't need that, but that sounds good. You do after a couple of hours. I know. <laughs> As you're uh, kind of walking into the ship, here, let me switch you guys over to the ship map. Was there a map for that last fight? I felt like we were just fighting on a giant yellow void. Yeah, yep. the, that was the map. That was oh, the map. Okay. Oh, that was the fancy. old yellow void map. Oh. Ye old. Sort of the base map. At the end. Donkey Dong, Mustard Face, and Trucks. I mean, Torx. All right. Uh, let me see. Drag you over here so you can see. This is. There you go. That's what the ship, how the ship looks from the side. So you can just kind of see where Starbow is and all that. So the branches are flapping back. Yeah, I guess so. Yep, so here's the stern castle. That's where Starbell hangs out. Uh, is this map letting you still see everything in gray? Probably not. Nope. No. Of course it's not. I think it's is... quick explorer's mode or something. Yeah, they never turn any of that stuff on by default. That's our days. All right, now can you see the places where you've been, or i got to drag you again? Yeah, drag us again. Ding dong it. Ah, now I can see them. I feel like we're going to be here for a while. There you go. Um, yeah, so as you're uh, walking up onto the boat, the ship, rather, uh, Crux says, no, there's... There's a uh, one issue. Uh, I think we're going to take the boat. We probably need to take the ship, but uh, I've I've rented it to it. She's a sweet girl. She's uh, yeah, a bit of a temper, but sweet, sweet, sweetest girl. Uh, we'll, we'll probably have to talk to her about about you know uh, cutting short uh, her use of the ship. That's all. She's got a bit of a tip. She's so sweet. She's a good girl. Uh, anyway, her name's Feldar. She's probably on the ship here. We, we'll just talk to her. I'm sure she'll understand. We need it. It's important. Uh, should we wait till morning? No, no. It's not. It's only the middle of the day now. All right. Uh, you'll follow him in. He's going to go and talk to her. Sure. All right, you can move yourself through the, the doorways here. Let me see. Keep hoping they'll update these maps since they are fairly new with the, the, the new door token things that you can open and close and lock and all that. Pretty cool. I haven't done that. All right. Before, so, before uh, I go in, I greet uh, Starbow. And uh, congratulate him on his Fukinagashi shape. I'm sure it took many years to attain. He looks, looks down on you. 
then just closes his eyes. <laughs> Alright, All right, so uh, you op open up the uh, door to the captain's chambers, and sure enough, there is a female tiefling standing there. And he says, oh, hello. Crook uh, says, hello, Phil Ardra. Uh, these are some friends of mine. We, uh, I hate to do it, but I think we're going to need the ship. She sort of uh, scoffs. He says that. Let me see if there's a picture of her. Yeah. see her <clears throat> she says well i'm sorry command uh commodore but you have rented the ship to me and i need it for a job um uh, he, he looks at her and, and blinks and says well i'll i'll pay you Back the uh, I could pay you back the four hundred gold pieces that uh, you know for the unused rental time, and then you can use the ship again when we return. To which she replies, uh, "I'm sorry, uh, Commodore, but I have a job planned. I, I can't just not do it now. I would lose more gold than just the four hundred. You'll have to find somewhere else to hang out with your friends." What was her name again? Fel Fel Ardra. Uh, when when she says that, he just kind of like looks at you guys, like like asking for help. He's not sure what to say to her. Perhaps if we assist you in completing your job, then we could uh, take the second wind afterwards. <clears throat> well, if you're willing to help do the work for free, it'll only take about three or four weeks. This is an unacceptable uh, proposition. Yeah, Crux. Crux agrees. No, it's, this is very time sensitive, Phil. We... She sighs and says, Well, I'll tell you what. If you're willing to pay me uh, for the money I'd lose on the job, then uh, I'll let you have your ship back. I it's, it's his ship. <laughs> uh, she says, I, I stand to make around 3,000 gold pieces on this. And he, uh, he says, oh, good, couldn't afford that. Or give you the 400. That sounds like a load of shit to me. You can make an insight check. If you would like. All of us? Yeah, yeah, anybody can. Yeah. I think she's telling the truth. Uh, <laughs> with a 20, uh, Colonel Mustarde, you would think that uh, uh, she'd be lucky to get maybe a third of that amount out of this job she's talking about. But just by her body language, you know, she's definitely overinflating the. You're muted, Mister Day. 
No, like you're actually muted. Oh, God, you haven't been able to hear me talk this entire time. That's no. True. Yeah, we haven't heard you say anything. Wow, I've been like throwing in a bunch of stuff. That's, that sucks. <laughs> I was even talking to this chick. All right, so yeah. I was like. Just as a personal or as a as a side note, we have about a hundred gold pieces in the uh, group coffers. Yeah, and not not a thousand. So, having worked these parts, three thousand seems to be a bit excessive. But you're welcome to take your four hundred and procure another ship. Uh, all right, you want to try to. Uh... Persuade her or intimidate her or what? What's your thoughts there? Uh, yeah, I don't have anything really good there. <laughs> I'm negative on all this stuff. <laughs> Any of you guys a persuader or an intimidator? Mm, nope. I'm going to survive her. Right, if, if one of you has at least a... a uh, Plus anything, you can help each other, right? I'm a minus one, so that's a no-go. What are you at, Torx? I'm also at a minus one. Yeah, nobody has charisma in this party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, you can give it a shot. Hang on, hang on. I am going to persuade her because I am built you for can't... success. Oh. What's that All do right, for you? There we go. Uh, I get to add a D4. All right. Well, you have advantage because, uh, and a slight bonus because you're offering to give her the 400 gold pieces. All right. Well, I'm going to, so I have advantage. Mm -hmm. All right. A 12 plus the D4. <laughs> 13. <laughs> 13. Uh, let's see. Um, she says, uh, she rolls her eyes and says, it'll be almost impossible to find a, another ship in time, but I'll, I'll do it for 700 gold. Give me my 400 back and 300 extra to help with the last minute and I'll do it. Crux, uh, so if Crux has the 400 to give her, we can throw in the 100 that we have, plus we have a scroll of Wall of Force. No, he's... What's that? He's actually got uh, uh, 400 gold on him. Um, yeah, she agrees. Uh, do you want to offer the Wall of Force? He says, well, I have the 400 here. He counts it out. Uh, yeah. You offer the, her the... Yeah, the the scroll is of no use to us. None of us can, yeah. can use it. All right, she accepts that. She says, "Okay, yeah, the scroll will come in useful for me." And the uh, the four hundred gold pieces, I'll I'll find another ship. Best of luck to you. Mm -mm. She strolls off the ship. Okay. All right. At which at which point, um, <clears throat> I, uh. You've noticed for the first time a Hadozi in the corner. Yeah. The Commodore says, Oh, Master Flinch! How goes it? Is the ship in ship shape? <laughs> and uh, uh, Flinch sort of bows and says, Well, honestly, she didn't take the best care of it, but um, I've managed to keep it from falling apart. I'll uh, 
Are we leaving soon, Commodore? He says, I think so. I need to speak to my friends here before we leave, before we head out, but I think we'll be leaving soon. If you could check everything, make sure Starbell has his roots watered. Uh, Flinch appears to be like a sort of a do-it-all deckhand, uh, sail mender, everything kind of keeping the ship going kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So uh, after he leaves, uh, Commodore Crux tells you he has a a contact that he thinks uh, might be able to to guide a, guide us. He says to uh, Zerixian space where we might can get our, come to grips with and get our hands on these filthy astral elves. How does that sound, my friends? Yes, we Wonderful. must find this general veil. <clears throat> Yes, we'll crush all of them generally. It was going to be a joke, but it came out bad. I feel I'm sick. Sure that's what he said, but yes. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, let's see. Yes, we'll go and see uh, Topola. She's a, uh, it's a wizard. Uh, she lives... Uh, Pretty far from here, honestly, but uh, she will know how to, how, to, how to get there, or at least be able to provide us with a map. I know the Zerixians live somewhere in Doom Space, uh, but I've never been there myself. And, uh, but Topol is only at the edge of the Wild Space system, so we should be able to get there fairly, fairly soon. Edge of the wild space. So the doom space is past the wild space? I'm not sure where doom space is, honestly. I just uh, know that I've heard that's where the empire well, is. Sounds like fun to me. Well, uh, if you're all set to go, if, if you need to get anything in town first, feel free. We could spare a few hours as we prepare the ship, but not, not much longer. There's probably more of those astral elf bastards out there. Uh, yes. Do you have a container that I can uh, collapse into when I sleep? Oh, yes. I have a, uh, a, uh, a mold that you probably find uh, quite satisfying below decks. Excellent. I'm, I'm going to buy another uh, potion of healing. I'm getting uh, uh, hints of uh, what's his name from Deep Space Nine, Odo. Odo. Yeah, it's definitely not on purpose because I have not. Ah. Uh. <laughs> um. So while we're there, if I can sell this bloodstone <laughs> ring we found, you can. All right. Do we want to split the gold then? Or wait till everybody gets back. Just wait. I'd say split it. Spend yeah. It. Whatever. We have anything else we need to sell? No, that was that was it. The only other thing we had to sell was that scroll, but we gave it away to her. Mm-hmm. All right. So we each get 36 gold pieces. I got some money. I just don't know what to spend it on. 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think you guys all have healing potions for the most part, except Matt wanted to get one. Mm -hmm. I got five. <laughs> well, now you have 36 plus five. Oh, you have five healing potions. Yeah, I have four <laughs> regular healing potions, one really good one. How much is a healing potion? A regular 50. one is 50 gold. All right, I'm going to buy one. All right. <clears throat> and then uh, that's probably a good place to stop because otherwise we'll move on at least another hour. And, uh, still feels like, it feels like four in the morning to me right now. Strike mm -hmm. me down with all your anger, and your path to the dark side will be complete. All right. Where's the zap map button on here? <laughs> <laughs> I can kick him. Does that work? I can ban him. No. <laughs> you cannot defeat the dark side. Yeah, that's probably true. Can we get a long or a <clears throat> short rest after this? Uh, I think you can get a short rest. No. Yeah, just a short one. So, uh, but we can do the short rest at the beginning of next session if you guys want to. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. I'm thinking. I'm, I'm gonna have to think about it. But I think, uh, like, if people show up next session and they miss this one, like, I'm gonna dock them hit dice or something to make it, you know, so they're not like fully rested for the next fight, kind of thing. Yeah. Gotcha. Makes sense. All right, boys. Let's go fuck those guys. <laughs> Bye, Craig. And Bye, Craig. Uh, those guys, if you're listening, you know what's up. Yeah. <laughs>